Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Welcome to part two of the SB Nation NFL show's Community Row. We have been previewing the draft needs in every single division of the NFC. That was RJ's job. Now it comes to me to do the Superior Conference, the AFC. We are going to hit every division, tell you the biggest need, the biggest fear, and basically what you should be watching for. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to it. We got to start in the AFC East. The Jets are at the top of the draft. The Patriots loaded up in free agency and could make a move for a quarterback. So let's talk to Bruce Nolan of Buffalo Rumblings, host of the Bruce Exclusive Podcast. Bruce, what's up, my man? It's a party all the time. It's absolutely (laughs) a party. Disco balls, dancers, the whole thing. I'm ready for the draft. What would you say of all the teams and all the needs is the biggest need in the entire division? Is it quarterback for the Jets or are you going somewhere else? It's got to be quarterback for the Jets. Now, we know it'll be filled, but when you look at Miami, Miami thinks they've got their guy. The fact that they were willing to make the trade down and then back up to six means they're not going to pull in Arizona and go with the double dip at quarterback back to back. I think the Patriots did a lot of a good in the free agency period. You can argue that they gave a lot of money away in the free agency period, but at least they have some sort of offensive identity coming out. When you have two tight ends and Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith, you feel like they're going to go 12 personnel, play action heavy attack. They're going to run the ball. You feel like they're starting to be an identity formed in New England with Miami and a ton of picks with their guy at quarterback. The biggest unanswered question, of course, and the biggest need is the Jets at quarterback. And we think, like you said, it's going to be Zach Wilson. But until that card's turned in, it's the biggest need in the division. Do you have a fear that somehow New England is going to trade up and get one of these quarterbacks? Absolutely, I do. I look at the target spots like Detroit at seven. I look at Carolina at eight at pivot points for New England. And I think to myself, okay, if Trey Lance ends up going third overall and Justin Fields starts to slip, Justin Fields would look pretty good backing up Cam Newton. And given the fact that the Patriots have been as aggressive as they have been this offseason, you wonder if this is focusing on a fundamental shift for Bill Belichick, who historically is not a trade-up big kind of guy, because quite frankly, he hasn't had a quarterback need to do so in 20 years. And I think it's fair if Bill looks around and says, I don't know how many more quarterbacks I'm planning on drafting in my career, so maybe I'm a little more willing to move up and make a big move. And I think that there's a part of this that goes, listen, if I'm going to trade up and I get Justin Fields and he ends up busting out, I'm not doing this again. I feel like fans of every team, regardless of how much college football they've watched, have decided that they have picked a guy that they want their team to draft on the first night. Have you picked that guy for Buffalo? I have picked that guy. That guy for me is Aziz Ojolari. I understand that there's a very reasonable chance that he won't be there at 30, but Brandon Bean has never been shy 
about moving up a little bit for athletic freaks that he feels good about as far as a character standpoint. Ojolari is beloved in that University of Georgia program. The only freshman during this current era of Georgia to be named a captain has all the tools that you look for. And on top of that, edge is a big need. If you look at the Buffalo Bills against the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC championship game, and then you watch the Kansas City Chiefs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl, Brandon Bean even pointed it out in his most recent press conference when he met with the media and said, hey, that was that was pretty jarring looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and what they did to the Kansas City line and realizing we weren't getting pressure on Patrick Mahomes. He traded up for athletic freak with Josh Allen. He traded up for athletic freak and Tremaine Edmonds. He drafted athletic freak without Oliver. It's not crazy to have him trade up and do it again. So if Aziz Ojolari fell to 26 with the Cleveland Browns, you know that the Cleveland's going to want to trade down. Analytics tell them that they should. So if that's a scenario that happens on the first night of the draft, the Bills might be picking a little bit earlier than we thought. I don't think Brandon Bean will move up far because he doesn't want to give up day two picks. But as soon as that falls into that window where you can trade up and give up day three picks, I think he might make a move. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.